Okay. One of the most um, powerful ways is to remember mental patterns and a thought pattern that when you recognize the pattern, that in itself, the, remem- the recognition of the pattern is a disinhibiting factor, a reminding factor. So, recognizing of a pattern does not come from within the mind, because the mind is controlled by the machine. <coughs> so the recognition of a pattern has to be a felt experience. And that means it comes from the body, because the body has memories and it knows that there is something else possible other than the machine world the internal psychological machine world of no possibility and below the line and all that the tar pit so the body will can recognize thought pattern as a felt experience and go ah hey i I remember this and this i've been here before I have been here before. That's the sensation. So, when you're inside of the of the machine, and the voice in the head says, you know, when you're looking around in there and you're saying, "Is there any doorway out of this space?" (coughs) and the machine says, or the the voice says, "No, there is no way out of here. This is all there is." We're, we're stuck here forever, everything else is, there is nothing else, this is all there is, and they're wrong, and I'm right, and it's their fault, and I'm a victim, and all those things. When that's going on, you say, is, what's the doorway out of here? The answer is, there is no doorway out of here. Then the response is, that's correct. There is no way out of here. And when when you go, ah, there is no way out of here, that is it. That will normally have felt defeat or hopelessness or stuckness or anger or fear or whatever. Um, that thought, there is no way out of here, we're stuck, that is the repeated pattern. That is the, that, you can recognize that in your body and go, ah, hey, I've been here before. <coughs> I've been stuck here before. There's no way out of here. And I've been out of here. So, this is the doorway out, is realizing that there's no doorway out. That you are here again, in the tar pit, in the quicksand. So that's the way out. And you go, oh, this again. It's the tar pit again. I'm in the quicksand again. Oh, this place, man. I've been here a hundred times. I've been here a thousand times. It's the same old place, and there's no way out. And and you start laughing about it, and you're out. And it's it's like that. That is a can be used as a disinhibiting factor, which is a felt experience. You know the main the main way for creating a life for yourself from above the line from the inspired state to um, that that is full of disinhibiting factors is to make for yourself a life of practice so that's why in camp 
we've stressed so much a life of practice. So when you get up in the morning and you sit, sitting is the same old thing. You sit, you know, you sit the same place, the same time, the same direction, the same wear, the same clothes. You know, have the light the same way, and and everything is the same. So it's a, a it's a habit. It's a um, a part of your life. But um, that habit, sitting, is a disinhibiting factor because every time you sit, it's new. There's a new. It's new. It's not the same as before. You might be in some of the same places, but you, it is not the same. Every time is completely, really brand new. So, to put in a life of practice, to put in a, um, um, a practice of sitting, is um, building a life with a, with a disinhibiting factor built in that will trigger your amnesia. It will reconnect you to inspiration. That's what sitting does. So, um, exercise will do the same thing, you know, um, but, but perhaps your exercise is, um, you do the same pattern of stretching and then some aerobic type thing, um, perhaps do it the other way around, you know, do the aerobics first and then the stretching, or, for, or, or just, um, when you're doing the aerobics, go, uh, ten minutes longer than you think is normal, or is, or is a standard for you, or um, perhaps um, don't exercise. Perhaps sleep. You know, perhaps go to bed. And if you're a person who um, is running on five, six hours sleep a night, um, perhaps the disinhibiting factor is to just um, after sitting go back to bed for three hours. And I'm not recommending that as a normal procedure, but as a shock, you know, what you're looking for is is, um, is a, a trigger to remember something other than the machine. So if the machine has you running at five or six hours, go to bed, take a nap, and, and the machine won't be able to function and it won't have the same grip on you because, um, because you're well rested, or you're well fed, or you're well exercised. You know, you can you can dress differently. You know, you could fast instead of eating your normal oats for breakfast and salad and rice for lunch. You know, don't eat anything, or eat fruit or juice or just water, um, and fast, and that that will be that will produce uh, perhaps a disinhibiting factor that will allow you to remember who you are other than the machine. You know, another thing you can do is, is to sing. If you don't normally sing, then, um, then sing. One of the things that we recommend singing are what are called show tunes or from, from musicals, you know, from The King and I or from my Fair Lady, or um, any any of the famous '76 trombones, you know, any of the famous Broadway musical hits have um, um, 
songs that you can sing that will change your state and it will take you out of the machine state into a different state or perhaps even just listening to some um, uh, mood and mood producing kinds of music every now and then. See, none of these things will work if you use them all the time because then the machine will just incorporate them and make them invisible or you become numb to them and they will have an effect on, they will have no effect on you because you will be accustomed to them. But what I'm saying is that um, you're not going to think your way out of it. You can wait your way out of it. You, know, you can hang out for a few days or a week or a month or a year or whatever. You can hang out. And, um, but, but in terms of getting that you are the one who created the, the below-the-line state and it's going to go on just as long as you want it to. And um, that the truth is there is no way out of there. And the truth is that you've been out of there many times. So um, there is a world that's much bigger than that world. And the thing is, well, how do you get there? How do you remember the expanded, inspired state? How do you do that? So, and I'm, you know, you can, so maybe listening to some music or even reading a passage out of a book that's particularly inspiring, a piece of poetry, or, you know, putting yourself into a, a survival situation, you know, um, give a talk, give a, you know, get up on stage and get some people together and give a talk about um, something that you don't know about, that you don't, that won't, you cannot be, you know, it's a stressful situation for you that um, cannot be just speaking from your head or the machine can't speak. It's a shock, really. It's a, really a shock to your system. Um, and it's a matter of, of course, you know, if you're, um, if your system is, if your body, just let's talk about diet for a minute. If your body is accustomed to eating meat and greasy foods and sugary foods and eating at snack times or whenever you want and if you put yourself onto a practice diet that you eat three meals a day, no snacking, uh, water in between, no tea, no coffee, no sugar uh, snacks and potato chips and pop, you know, popcorn and all these things, if you just skip all that and put yourself into a restricted diet then there's always going to be a little part of you that's, that's remembering that um, and grinding against it, it kind of grinds against your tendencies, and that will, will um, bring you into a um, place where there's more possibility, and and uh, not such unconsciousness, or not such, um, you know, sleepy sleepiness. Um, so in camp two, you've got yourself a project, and your project is formulated into a statement or a declaration, a sentence that, that is a statement about your commitment or what you're a stand for or who you are. So, for example, for me, um, who I am is the space in which transformation occurs. And, you know, that was really, that, that statement about who I am 
has been very inspirational for me. But there was a, a part of it that what became as a surprise um, after a short time I realized that who I am I realized not mentally but experientially I recognized that if who I am is a space in which transformation occurs then that means that I am subject to constant transformation which was I thought it was space in which other people experience transformation, but if I'm the space in which transformation occurs, then I'm, then my life is the process of transformation, and that's not, um, that can never be a predictable or comfortable or the same or uh, nice or, um, transformation doesn't work that way, so, uh, I didn't read the fine print before I, I became that. And um, every one of us, when we take on, when we declare our project that moves us in the direction, you know, that fulfills our destiny, every one of us.